Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. DJ and PK. And it's time to go one-on-one with the radio voice of the Utah Jazz. Oh, that was filthy. David Locke. Presented by Farm Bureau Financial Services on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. fitting would it be for Jared Dudley, who's gone 0 for 6 tonight, to knock down his first three right now. Crawford with it, back to Paul. Clippers down by two. Here he is. That's for the lead. Bingo! Ball set to Waiters left wing. Waiters off the dang, dang it. Fires from the left wing and scores. Is it two or is it three? It's a three. Luau Dang is now a perfect five of five from beyond the arc. David Locke joins us now. It's DJ and PK, 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. David, good morning. Good morning, guys. That was very well done, whoever put that together. Lloyd Cole. Nice work, Lloyd Cole. So, NBA free agency. Let's dive into the deep end of the pool. If you had to guess now, who are the Jazz adding? Uh, I I think if they're going to add anyone, it's going to be Solomon Hill, but I I think it's going to happen in a trade. Uh, they met with Jared Dudley last night. I think they are meeting with or have met with Luol Deng. Uh, I think they're going to meet with Solomon Hill. Uh, and I just think the marketplace is not going to allow for Luol Deng. I think Luol Deng's going to have a four-year, $80 million contract. And I can't see the Jazz giving Luol Deng a four-year, $80 million contract uh, with the way their contracts line up coming up here. Jared Dudley... I think is probably going to be a two-year 30, maybe a two-year 25. That I could see the Jazz do. And from uh, see the Jazz doing, and from the reports I read last night of the other players involved or other teams involved, I think there's a real chance that um, that Dudley could that this is the best location for him. I think he, uh, I think he could see the value of what we're building here. Quinn Snyder, Dennis Lindsay, I think he's the type of guy who would be moved by that. So I think that's a possibility. Um, but you know what? New Orleans is pretty desperate. They've got Solomon Hill high on their list. They, I'm hearing they're going to offer Solomon Hill as much as 10 to $12 million a year. So I, I have a hard time figuring out uh, which of these deals make any sense at all for the Jazz. I, I think people have to – the money is up, right? So from 70 to 94. So, you know, we can all kind of do that math. It's – it's somewhere in the range of up 20%, and it's about 18%. And that's fine. So you're right. The $12 million player of last year is 18% more this year, uh, and so he's 15 or $16 million. That's fine. But a, 12, a bad $12 million contract last year was still a bad $12 million contract, and it hurts you badly. And a bad $18 million contract is still going to be a bad $18 million contract. So you have to still allocate your money correctly. They're bigger numbers. But it's still the same game of trying to piece together a roster inside of a salary cap 
and you start making mistakes with 20%, 15% of your salary cap, you a big problem. Yeah, I've always felt that, that uh, it's not so much the money, it's the production that they give you relative to the production that you expected them to give you. And with that in mind, who do you think would be most valuable relative to the money paid and production that they would give the Jazz? Well, I think, can I can I back this up just rather than maybe this isn't what you want, but into a philosophical conversation rather than a, a name conversation? I, I think when you're looking at these players, not only do you have to decide whether you really want to pay Luol Deng four-year $80 million or whatever it's going to be, does he stymie the development of Rodney Hood? Does he develop stymie the development of some other players in the process? Or does he help the development by giving adding experience to the locker room, adding veteran savvy that they gain from it? And how does it impact the roster moving forward to have that player in at that number? So I think that's, you know, so I look at a guy like Jared Dudley, there's really no negative impact on him. <laughs> deal done on Dudley he's come off the bench half of his career he's he's played as a starter half of his career whatever matches to what we need he's probably willing to do it he's versatile he can play the three four which is clearly what we're looking for he can shoot it well dang gets into a different discussion you better really believe one that he's still very good two that his experience with Miami and Chicago is so good that it's all right that he's going to start and Rodney Hood come off the bench seemingly for the next three or four years or you know until you move Luol Dang at some point in the process uh, then, you know, Solomon Hill, you're signing, if you're talking about him, that's an age-appropriate signing. I, I actually kind of like the Jared Dudley model. Of maybe there's somebody out there on the market who's, you know, I haven't really looked at it that well, but, you know, is there somebody out on the market who's 33, 34 years old and has been a really well-experienced player, might be at that stage of his career the way Richard Jefferson was at one point where he no longer needed to start and could start coming off the bench and, and be that kind of guy. There aren't a lot of them out there, but there's a few. I and mean, Joe Johnson fits into that mold and some other guys. Or somebody like that might really interest me as much as anything when I look at how the team develops and the roster going forward. I, I know we're very urgent to make the playoffs and we're very urgent to get better, but I, I'm not sure I think that there's a lot of players out there that would move us from wherever we are right now, which is probably fifth, sixth, seventh in the West, any higher than that. And so I, I think there's you got to make sure that just – you're not adding a player for the sake of adding a player that's dying you some development along the way. Yeah, that's what I think, though, includes as part of the production that you expect from them, though. That's what I'm saying. Because I know that that dang has been a concern for that for over a year. Well, I mean, they, they, they made a strong effort to go at Luol Deng at the trade deadline. So, I mean, they like Luol Deng. In fact, all three of these players that we're talking about right now are, have been in their uh, works for you know, 12 to 24 months. So they're very consistent with who the players they like and, and who they're interested in. So if Luol Deng comes in, not worrying about who starts and who finishes, although that is something they should worry about, the minutes he's going to demand and Rod, so what does that mean for Alec Burks if they bring Deng in? Because that, to me, when you started mentioning, I think that's the guy who ends up getting his minutes squeezed. Yeah, I mean, I think Alec, that is really, but you know, here's what's interesting. Alec's an $11 million player, a $90 million cap, right? So really, a ninety million dollar cap is a hundred million dollar salary. So he's only ten percent of your salary. So fine, if he's your fourth wing, that's probably a ten million dollars. That's fine. And you know what? Maybe Alec is a fourth wing right now. You know, we keep trying to pigeonhole as a sixth man or something else. Maybe that's not who he is. You know, maybe he needs to back up a little bit and for us to be really good. I mean, I, you know, I still really 
here's the thing I, I still think that's important in, in this regard. So Rodney Hood's a probably a good shooting starting shooting guard in the NBA at this point. You know, somewhere between 10th and 20th in shooting guards in the NBA, depending on your point of view. Well, if he's your sixth man, he's probably the best. Well, that's how you become really, really good. Alex Burks is probably between 10 and 20th sixth man in the league somewhere. He's, he's okay. Uh, he's average, probably. Maybe, you know, got to get a little more efficient. We can nitpick his game. If he's your fourth wing, okay, well, he's probably the best fourth wing in the NBA. You know, that's how you really start to become a really good basketball team, is when you suddenly have these guys who, in their role, are, are one of the best in the league at that position. The thing the Jazz have to do right now is Joe Ingles is probably fine as your fourth wing. But the problem is if Joe Ingles becomes, if anybody gets hurt, as is the, will be the case on average for 30 to 50 games a year in your wings, uh, he's not good enough to be your third. So you need to get Joe Ingles back to being the fifth wing, which then allows him, in the case of an injury, to be the fourth wing in your five. So when you look at these three guys and you look at the issues the Jazz had a year ago, the guy who screams good match is Jared Dudley because of the way he shoots the three-pointer. Uh, you love to break it down by positions on floor, and the, the corner three is the shot the Jazz missed over and over and over. Does he fix that problem for the 25 minutes or so a game he's on the floor? I haven't looked at Jared Dudley's specific corner three numbers. I actually think Lou Dangs were pretty good in Miami last year. Eric Spolster coaches in the NBA getting their team corner threes. Um, I think the Jazz took the third or fourth most amount of corner threes in the NBA last year, which is just stunning when you consider the, who their personnel was. It's a tribute to Quinn. So I don't know between those two. Uh, but Dudley's a career with, I think, 1,500, 1,600 three-point shots. He's a career 39.9%. It's called 40% three-point shooter. So he's a bona fide dead-eye shooter. Uh, he, he, cha- he's, he changes the way the floor is balanced. Luel Dang doesn't. Uh, I don't think Luol Deng puts fear into people as a shooter. Uh, he put, He's a defender. He plays hard. He's a good leader. Um, you know, he, he's he's going to get into guys. He's going to do all those kind of things. Uh, but Jared Dudley's is a bona fide shooter. I, I, you know, Jared Dudley's the first guy that Jazz met. They, they met with Jared Dudley first. I don't know if that's because um, that was based on their desire to meet him first as the first priority or because of availability. But you know, it's worth noting that he's the first guy they sat down with. Who, uh, when you say it's worth noting that it's the first guy that they sat down with, what, do you mean that that's their number one target? Well, I think it's also, I guess maybe I think it's equally as notable that it's the first person Jared Dudley sat down with. Okay. Well, he's come out and expressed that desire for the Jazz, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's been all around. He's a veteran. He understands his place, of right. where he can play, and... um you know, he'd be a nice, he'd be a nice fit. I don't know how he is defensively. I haven't watched him enough. Um, and he really got miscast last year and, and misused in Washington. I, that was, I thought they were, I thought that was a pretty unfair year to him last year. So, uh, just in, you know, he tried to go small with a team that couldn't really go small. And then he had to play the power forward all the time. And I don't know how he does defending wing threes, but if he's playing off your bench, those wing threes aren't great in this league. Uh, let's see, a quick search says he shot 50% from the right corner three and 43% from the left corner three. <laughs> how many number? How many shots? Uh, this doesn't say. Okay. Uh, let, me, let me dig around a little more. 50% from a corner three. Good night now. Yeah, I know. And so, he's of the three guys we've talked about, uh, Solomon Hill, Luol Deng, and Jared Dudley, 
Dudley answers that need. Now, he doesn't give you the, the size you get with some of the other guys. He's listed at 6'7". I don't know how accurate that is. If I had to guess, it's either 6'7", or he maybe he's a little shorter than that. Hey, will you pull that data? Can you pull that data on Joe Johnson in Miami? Yeah, do that, Dave. Pulling data, that's good radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're on the radio? I keep forgetting what? this. Huh? I, clearly, I clearly forgot it with Hans and Scotty the other day. Uh, oh, did you blurt something out? Oh, yeah. Thank God for the Lloyd Coles, my favorite person on the planet. Lloyd Coles getting a very nice lunch for me at some point here when I come down to the valley and we hang out. I'm buying him, or maybe even a dinner. He can really, we can go to Valters, we can go wherever you want, Lloyd. Uh, this, my, uh, career, my career was in the hands of Lloyd Cole for a moment. <laughs> good, work. good work, Lloyd. Can't wait to hear what word he had to dump. Uh, above the, let's see, here we go. Right corner three, 44%. Left corner three, 38.7. And is that season long or just in Miami? Yeah. Oh, that's season long. Oh, well, that changes everything. It does. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> using this website, I don't know how to break that out. You probably do. You what probably are you doing for the fourth, website. Lloyd? Go ahead. You keep looking up that. He's going to, he's going to Utah. He's going to Utah Jazz Summer League. Summer so, League, right? On the fourth. Yeah. Oh, that's ben Simmons, the number one pick, going to be here. Woohoo! I so, know. Fired so, up. So you I, guys get to call the you guys get to call the Ben Simmons game. Just a quarter. They found out that you know we were so good that they only gave us a quarter. This is yeah, our but you re- got the first quarter, so I mean that's kind of like you're the pace horse. Oh, I didn't any. I did not know we had the. We first haven't quarter. been told that. <laughs> You, you have more no, information I, than us. I don't know. I don't know that actually. I just assumed in all logical. Oh, for the morning, morning order. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. It better I think we're be doing that a way. drawing. Actually, a drawing. Oh, great! So hands and Scotty what, like get what they want, and then and then quarter. the other three of us draw. Okay. Yes. Okay. And hands and Scotty will not get the fourth quarter. <laughs> right, be on the Scotty way home just, by then. Hands and Scotty deserve that. Just ask. <laughs> All right, uh, so the Jazz, so you, you think there's anything outside of those three guys? Are there any surprises? You think they'll just announce something that's just totally out of left field? Or we'll stick well, with the stuff that's been about, rumored? I, think they're, I mean, they're, t- they're talking to people, and they've talked to agents beyond those three. There's no question. And, um, and actually, I know I can't get too specific here, but I think it's interesting. They've had a few people who uh, they got phone calls from agents who were interested in coming to be a part of the Jazz. Um, and they had another circumstance in which they called an agent just kind of like, hey, you know, we're just wondering, expecting to have uh, no response at all. Uh, yeah, that doesn't really match for where our players and got the exact opposite, that for this team where you guys are building with your head coach and how you guys are doing things, we would be really interested. So there are some other players uh, beyond this three that they're talking to, and they've been very pleased with what kind of league reaction to what they so some of the moves around the I league. Think, by the way, oh, go ahead. By the way, I think the I think the George Hill move is going to have an impact on who's willing to come play here. Because now Hill they know there's a little more push to win, a little more veteran presence. Yeah. It's not all long term yeah. young guys. Yeah. yeah, that was a really big win now move, and the league is reacting to that. So around the league, who's blown it with some of the free agency uh, signings? Who's done well for themselves? Stuff that's impressed you or horrified you? Uh, well, I'm not sure I know everything that's happened because I am out at my daughter's event right now. Okay, I'll, I'll, um, run, so through, bunch, I'll run through for you. News, Hassan Whiteside what, what stays news? in Miami for four years and $98 million. Oh, man. Okay. I, I, I mean, that's what they had to do to keep him. I, I don't know how they get Durant now in that deal. 
uh, and they bring him back. And I think it's interesting because Whiteside didn't finish games for them at times this year. And, uh, you know, they at times took Whiteside off the floor. So uh, I, Whiteside's got great numbers, but I, I'm very questionable on whether I think he helps you win. I don't think he's a good defensive player. I know he blocks four shots a game. I do not think he's a good defensive player. Andre Drummond in the Pistons, five years, $130 million for Drummond in the Pistons. Okay. Again, probably had no choice of their circumstance, but it's telling to me that they were trying to go get Al Horford. Also, Andre Drummond is one of the worst offensive pack, my offensive rating players in the league. So he's he's truly terrible offensively. He can't play outside three feet. He shoots 37% from the free throw line. He shoots low inside those three feet. He shoots a low percentage, and he's not a good defensive player. Um, fascinating to me for a league that claims that they don't care about centers anymore, how much we're paying all of our centers. Um and particularly centers that are not versatile. I mean, Timothy Mozgov is a little bit better than Roy Hibbert, but maybe not a lot. And they just paid him $17 million a year. They better be certain he's a starter and that he's that good because that's a disastrous contract if he's not your starter. All right. We'll cross off Lakers and Mozgov for $64 million. You just answered that. How about Joe Kim Noah progressing towards a four-year deal with the Knicks? Uh, he couldn't make a layup last year. His body completely failed him last year he is if you can get joe kim noah all pro center um he can switch every pick and roll he can get out on players he plays with great tenacity and energy and all those things limited offensively all those things that i'm all yeah but the guy i watched last year's body was completely broken i mean no left no movement no lateral movement you better be certain that he's his body's right lakers jordan clarkson four years 50 million fine perfect Alec Burke's contract, very similar player. Uh, when they get good, he'll be a bench player, not a starter, and that's what he's paid for. Very good deal. Jeremy Lin to the Nets, three years and $36 million. He has a player option on the third year. Uh, great deal by the Nets where they are. Kenny Atkinson knows him. He was in New York, I think, with him with the Knicks, uh, with Mike Woodson. Um, great deal if he becomes their starting they don't have a point guard on their roster because Jared. They're going. I think they're letting Jared Jack go. Yeah. Uh, they've got a starting point guard for thirteen million dollars a year. That's cheap. Uh, I think they got that deal because they gave him a second year out, so they kept his money down. That's a that's a very very good uh, deal. And frankly, if he becomes your backup point guard, that's not a bad deal. Demar Derozan reups with the Raptors. Uh, again, probably no choice to max these guys out. Um, that's a high-volume scorer with low efficiency, but they were the number two team in the East last year, and there is a point in this game where the point is to get buckets. Um, they had no choice. You, you have to max him out um, and probably deal with that. I mean, the same thing the Jazz are going to have uh, next year with Gordon. You know, you're going to max him out. You're going to give him the money, and, and then you're going you're to bite it a little bit because the, the ideal – here's the answer, though, actually, on this. Anytime you deal with a max contract, again, with all the money that's out there, the roster structure is no different. You're going to have two to three players on max contracts. They're eating up 75 to 80% of your salary, and you're going to fill out the final 25%, 20% of your salaries for the final 10 players on your roster. So if you're going to max out a player, you better make sure that he's good enough to be one of your top three players when you want to win. Okay. DeMar DeRozan probably fits that. So that's fine. Harrison Barnes, I don't think so. Someone maxes out Harrison Barnes, and he's one of their top three paid players, and he's taking that chunk that makes you take the rest of the contract, at, you know, 20, 
fill out the rest of your roster. I don't think he's that guy. So I think that's what you have to look at. When someone gets maxed out, so Portland, they're supposedly four-year max with Chandler Parsons. Is Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, and Chandler Parsons really your three that's going to carry you as far as you want to go? I think if they sign Chandler Parsons, the likelihood is they trade C.J. McCollum because they're going to want a different players as their third max guy. Uh, real quick, give us a couple things that we should look for in summer league for the Jazz. Uh, I, want, I want to see Trey Lyles rebound. I don't want to see Trey Lyles defend. He's a score. He's a natural scorer. He scored so easy last year. I think he can score 18 points a game this league. But he's and he's ready to play 30 minutes a game if he defends and rebounds. Um, I'd also like to see him lead a little bit. He's usually pretty quiet. We saw that person kind of fun personality came out come out. Uh, but I'd like to see him uh, a lot, a little bit there. Um, I'm in love with Marcus Page after interviewing him the other day. He's maybe just the most impressive young uh, man I've, I've met in a long time. Um, and he pointed out that he's really, really good in, uh, on synergy and his pick-and-roll stuff. And I went and looked it up, and he's absolutely right. Uh, I do think there's a chance that he might be a little bit better than people realize. He was the number one point guard out of high school. Uh, there's two. If you, if you want to find out fine players who are going to be successful in the NBA, two of the most guaranteed ways to find him is anybody who participated in the Nike Hoop Summit and anybody who participated in the Michael's, uh, McDonald's All-American game. He participated in the McDonald's All-American game, and if he'd gone out after his sophomore year, I think he's a mid-first-round draft pick. I, I think there's a chance Marcus Page is pretty good. Now, I don't know how he ever makes our roster, um, but I'm pretty curious to see uh, what he does in that regard because I think he might actually be a pretty good player. And, you know, Tibor Place is guaranteed $3 million this year. We'd like to see him be able to show, but I'm not sure the summer league is going to show us anything to whether or not he can how are, really have an impact or not. How are they going to whittle seven point guards down to three or four? <laughs> uh, you know, I don't think Tyrone Wallace and Marcus Page have much of a script. Uh, Trey Burke, I think, will get moved. Though, boy, interesting today. Detroit signs Ish Smith to a three-year contract, and DJ Augustine goes to Orlando. Those are two landing spots for Trey Burke. And I think I might want Trey Burke instead of those two, but clearly those teams decided that they didn't. So a little surprised by that. Um, or we're holding a real price for Trey Burke right now. I think Trey Burke's going to be an effective NBA player at his next spot. Um, the real question for the Jazz, I think, on is I suspect that they'll give uh, they'll pick up the guarantee on Shelvin Mack coming up here in a few days. But I I suspect that when push comes to shove, uh, they that Mack may be part of a deal as well because Neto's contract as a third point guard at nine hundred thousand this year, a million next year, and one point one the year after and he's totally viable i just think it's too good to dismiss maybe we'll carry four this year because of that but i don't think we can afford to go to next year with our only point guards being mac who's a free agent george hill is a free agent and dante exum uh netto proved that he's viable and can play and that contract is golden and we just talked about how the salary structure in the league is the same as it's always been your top three players and you're filling out the bottom 10 guys on your roster with 20% of your money. If you've got a player who can play minutes for a million dollars a year, that is, this is maybe, this is going to be hard to tell how it plays out. This is really important. The, the tier four and tier three, tier three and tier four free agents are getting 15% more. But the minimum guys are still going to get the minimum. So Jeff Withy is still going to get a million. Whoever the Jeff Withy is, if you can get that guy to play for you and get minutes out of that guy, when everybody else is paying for that same position at $15 million, that's incredible. Those players have become even more valuable than ever before. 
He's David Locke. He joins us every Friday, and it's brought to you by Farm Bureau Financial Services. With insurance, enough is enough until it isn't. Ask a Farm Bureau agent how a super check can help you get the coverage you need. Learn more at FarmBureauSuperCheck.com. David, thanks for joining us. Enjoy your holiday weekend, and we will see you at Summer League Monday, Tuesday, and we'll be there Thursday. Look forward to it. Thanks, guys. Okay. There's David Locke.